So showing up and doing a great interview is brilliant. That's so good. And it's really great that you're serving and adding value with your expertise. But if the audience is hungry for more, don't turn off the lights and walk away from them. They want you to tell them what to do next. Invite these listeners into your world by offering the next step. You're listening to the Thought Leaders Business Lab, the podcast for coaches, thought leaders, and change makers who are ready to become the standout expert. If that's you, stay tuned because you're in the right place. I'm your host, Samantha Riley, and I want to help you build a successful business sharing your expertise, generate the impact and income you need to create your ideal lifestyle. It's time to make a difference and scale up. Are you ready? Let's enter the lab. Welcome back to another episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. I'm your host, Samantha Riley of samanthariley.global. And today we're going to be talking about how you can get booked on more podcasts. Now, why would you want to be booked on more podcasts? I think that being a guest on podcasts is one of the best activities that you can do to boost your visibility and have more people know who you are and what your area of expertise is is. It's a really great way to become visible because if no one knows who you are, it's very difficult to attract clients. It's a really great way to reach outside of your current network and into new audiences as podcast hosts have an audience that they've already built or a platform. So you're getting access to that and it will help you to build your authority by being positioned as the expert or the thought leader or the, or the, um, the trusted authority so that you can share your zone of genius, your unique take on things. Whilst this is really great, as a podcast host, I get a lot of people reaching out to me every single day and I turn away a lot of people and this could be happening to you. You may be reaching out and you may be losing opportunities and you're not sure why. And what I really want to dive into today is the five-step framework to be able to make sure that you get as many opportunities as possible. And what I notice is that a lot of people that reach out to me and even their, you know, people that they've paid to reach out on their behalf are not really making sure that they get these five steps and they might only be touching one or two of these steps. And most they're thinking, or you can tell when they're reaching out, it's like, what's in it for me? They're reaching out and, and telling me why they are so great instead of really understanding, you know, my motivation, which is to make sure that my audience is getting the most valuable information that I know that they need right now. So I've devised this nine-step framework, which will mean that you'll get the best ROI or a return on investment. There we go. I spat it out. The highest ROI of your time because, you know, as a busy business owner, as a coach, as a thought leader, time is our most valuable currency. So we want to make sure that we're getting the highest ROI on our time. So if you get these five steps right and you implement this system, you'll amplify your authority, you'll amplify your leads, you'll get more leads and in turn you will amplify your income. So let's quickly go through the five steps. So the five steps are research, reach out, record, resource and roll out. Probably doesn't mean a huge amount just like that. So let's jump in. 
This episode is made possible by your podcast concierge. Editing your podcast can be time consuming. Your podcast concierge offers comprehensive and affordable podcast production and social media marketing services to help you grow your podcast and business faster. Go to yourpodcastconcierge.com and book a call via the Let's Talk button on the homepage and receive 50% off your first month when you mention Thought Leaders Business Lab. So number one, research. You need to research the shows in your niche or in your niche that have an audience that you know that you can add value to. So don't come from it you know, I've written a new book, for example, and I just want to get it out into the hands of every single person. Research the shows that have an audience that you know that would get value from reading your book. Listen to a couple of episodes of each show. No, you don't really need to listen to the whole show. We know that you're busy, but you do need to, you know, listen for a few minutes, get an idea of the flow of the host, get an idea of the energy behind it, the types of guests that are being interviewed on the shows because there needs to be some alignment between the guests and the hosts and listen to the way the content is being presented. Research the topics that host has covered and find an angle that you think will add the best value to their audience because you don't want to reach out with without helping the host understand why you're a good fit for the show. So research what the show host has already talked about, the kinds of people that they've interviewed, and then really think about what's the angle that I could present that makes the host go, yeah, I need that. Podcast hosts spend a lot of time and energy producing their shows and building their audience. So they really want to make sure that they're adding value to their audience. So if you can help a time poor podcast host by doing the research on their behalf, I can already tell you, you will have one foot in the door. So really do that research. So number two is reach out. Now, Most people, as I've just mentioned, do reach out blindly to every podcast that they think could be a good fit. They copy and paste an email about what makes them awesome and why they should be a guest. As a podcast host, when I open up those emails and I feel like I've been treated like just a number, then most likely I will turn you down. I want to make sure that, you know, the the host knows what they're getting in for. The host doesn't want to feel like they're being used. They want to know that you're adding value and you're not just in it for yourself. So come from the angle of solving a problem for their audience. Let the host know what your expertise is and the type of topics that you could cover. Show that you've researched their episodes and that you align with their topic and think about an angle that even if that topic has been covered before, that you're going to cover something that hasn't been covered in the same way. Now, in the reach out, please don't just copy and paste, dear podcast host. Address your email using the podcast host's name. Make sure you use that name. Make sure you use the name of their show so that you're reaching out and starting the relationship the way that you want to finish this relationship or at least get this started. So number three is record. This is where most people spend most of their time just on that reach out and the record. So the record piece is actually the day that you're showing up to the show. So here's a list of what not to do before I share what you need to do. 
don't show up to your podcast episode just using your onboard computer mic. This gives a really terrible sound. It sounds very hollow. It picks up the noise from around. Don't keep any dinging tabs open your computer. So shut your Facebook Messenger or your Slack or whatever else is going to ding in the background. Put your phone on silent and don't record in a coffee shop or in an office. I did have someone turn up to an interview once recording in a really busy office. When we started chatting, I thought he was just sitting there and he was going to move somewhere, but he didn't. And it made it really uncomfortable and we couldn't use the episode. It was so noisy. You could hear everyone else's conversations in the background. Uh, And it's the same in a coffee shop. You need to make sure you're in a, a nice, quiet place in a room that's preferably not large and has floor tiles because you'll get a lot of um, hollow sound or a a reverb kind of effect. So make sure that you're somewhere that's small. I've even, I don't normally record in my car. I do record in my office and I have some sound deadening equipment up, but I have been known to record in my car before because it has a really great sound because where I was, I couldn't get a really great recording. So be very aware that you're showing up and need to put your best foot forward for that podcast host. So let's talk about what to do to prepare for game day or record day. Do be prepared 10 minutes early in case of tech issues. Maybe your Zoom might not load or whatever sort of software you're using to load. Maybe your computer will suddenly decide that it's going to do an update. Maybe there's some sort of glitch. So make sure that you're sort of prepared 10 to 15 minutes early because it's better to be sitting there and just relaxing for a few minutes and knowing everything's good than having a freak out and not showing up. If you're using video or if your host is using video, make sure you've got good lighting. So don't have light shining from behind you, like an open window behind you. If you've got an open window, make sure it's in front of you or you've got lights up, whatever that is, so that you've got good video. And use a professional microphone. Maybe you don't have your own podcast I still would recommend if you're going to guest on other people's podcasts to make the investment into a professional microphone. You can get something like an Audio-Technica ATR2100 for around $130. That's a really great starting microphone. Rode has some great microphones. I'm not a big fan of like the Snowball or Blue Yeti because that will pick up a lot of sound around you. I had a Blue Yeti years and years ago and I remember one day being it picked up the bird cheaping outside. So pick up uh, something that like an ATR or a, a road mic so that you've got some really great professional sound. Make sure that you have a glass of water handy. You don't want a bottle. You don't want to hear that top as it lifts off and you don't want to, you want to have something soft under your glass so that when it touches your desk or the table that you don't hear it. But you do want to make sure you've got some water handy. You know, if your throat gets dry because you will be talking a lot, Have a pen and paper or a tablet for taking notes. I take a lot of notes in my podcast episodes. If you've seen me on video, you'll know I'm constantly writing down the key takeaways that people are talking about so I can circle back to them. So you want to be able to take some sort of notes. Like I said before, make sure your phone's on silent and that you're in a quiet environment. So that's some of the things for your record day. Number four is resource. So this is a piece that a lot of people forget. They just show up to the interview, they do a great interview, and then they go and 
trot off into the night never to be seen again. So showing up and doing a great interview is brilliant. That's so good. And it's really great that you're serving and adding value with your expertise. But if the audience is hungry for more, don't turn off the lights and walk away from them. They want you to tell them what to do next. Don't run away invite these listeners into your world by offering the next step. And the resource is what I'm referring to is sharing some sort of lead magnet or free resource that's relevant to the topic that you just shared in your interview. And that's the best way to to really grow your list and grow your authority and invite people into your world so that you can stay connected with them. So I just want to be super clear here. This resource isn't just anything. I did go to a podcast conference once where the speaker was talking about the importance of building your email list and he flashed up a page on the screen and said, you know, everyone take a note of this and go to this page and download my free lead magnet. And he was talking about podcasting and the free lead magnet turned out to be uh, some sort of free resource for primary school teachers. It had absolutely no relevance to the topic he was talking about, which was how to build your list as a podcaster. So don't share just anything. Share a resource that is relevant to the topic that you just spoke on. And if you have a few different topics that you speak on, make sure that you have some different resources or some, some different lead magnets so that you can match them up quite easily. So finally, number five is roll out. What we're talking about here is rolling out the interview once it has been published, once it's gone live. So whilst you may have done the interview weeks ago or months ago, the podcast host and their team have been really busy behind the scenes, making sure that you sound great and that you're being seen everywhere. They're preparing to put you in the spotlight. So This is a a relationship between the host and the guest. So now it's time to thank the host for having you on the show by promoting your episode. So make sure that you do share it on your social media profiles. Make sure to tag the host so that they can see it. Notify your email list and also share it on your website. I know there's a lot of people that guest on shows and put this on their homepage of their website or on a media page on their website so their prospects can actually hear their area of expertise when they land on their site. This helps you to educate your audience as well as helping the host with their downloads. So there's some ideas. The host won't only be thankful for your help in doing that, but they'll be more likely to put your name forward for more opportunities because podcast hosts know podcast hosts. So if you can really make sure that you get these five steps right, then you're more likely to get more referrals. So just to quickly recap, we've got number one, research the show. So research in iTunes, maybe in LinkedIn to find podcast hosts. Google, checking out people's websites is really great places to go. Number two, reach out. So reach out to the podcast host. You'll be able to find their email on iTunes or in other platforms or you can go to their website or use a tool like hunter.io to find people's email addresses. Number three is record. So that's talking about the, the actual podcast day. Make sure you're turning up so that you sound really great, which means that the host will have a great sounding audio. Number four is resource. Offer something relevant to the interview uh, so that people will join your email list. And number five is rollout. Once you've been on someone's show, 
share it and notify your audience because your audience are your already your biggest cheerleaders. So they want to celebrate with you that you've been featured on someone's podcast as well as your new audience that you are now going to be attracting into your world. So hopefully that has helped you today using that five-step framework to get more podcast guesting opportunities. If you've got value from this episode and you're listening on your phone, please scroll up to the top of your app and hit share. Share it with someone else that you know would get value from this episode and hit the subscribe or the follow button so that you can be notified of upcoming episodes of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you hanging out with me for another episode and I'll see you next week. Ciao for now. It's been great to share another episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab podcast with you. If you want more, head over to samanthariley.global forward slash podcast for the show notes, the links from today's sponsors, and to download your detailed episode companion for the extensive notes and value bombs we shared today. And if you're looking to connect with other experts and changemakers just like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive Thought Leaders Business Lab community on Facebook. The links are waiting for you over at samanthariley.global forward slash podcast.